Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Whether you write novels, teach classes, or just tell your friends what you did last weekend, if you're a storyteller, this podcast is for you. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for dropping by to listen. I'd like to tell you a story. A long time ago, I was watching a news broadcast that captured my interest. The year was 1975, and the event was taking place on the other side of the planet. It was a communist revolution in a small country in Asia, Cambodia. The communist forces, the Khmer Rouge, were having great military successes and closing in on the established powers. The on-the-scene journalist was doing his report from Phnom Penh, the capital of Cambodia. And as the reporter was talking, you could see in the background explosions and smoke and fires on the edges of the city. As compelling as that was, I mean, I was watching an actual battle taking place in real time. As compelling as that was, the thing that really stuck out to me was where he chose to do the report. The reporter was speaking from a country club. The entire time he was talking and giving me the news, you could see not only the battle scenes in the distance, but you could see club members dressed in their beautiful white outfits playing tennis like it was just another lovely afternoon with friends. Those tennis players didn't realize that in just a few days, their world would change. In April of 1975, the Khmer Rouge took Phnom Penh. And over the next four years, the new communist rulers of Cambodia would kill about two million of their own people, almost one quarter of the population of their country. So many were killed, in fact, the bodies had to be dumped in mass graves that came to be known as killing fields. What sticks in my mind as I think back on that news report was not the battle scenes on the outskirts of the city, not the information the reporter gave about military losses being suffered by the government forces. What sticks in my mind was the image of people playing tennis. These people weren't trying to fight the Khmer Rouge. They weren't trying to hide from them. They weren't trying to escape to freedom somewhere. They weren't trying to protect their families. They were just out for a nice afternoon of playing tennis. And they probably didn't know that in just a few days, probably everyone in their family would be rounded up to be taken out of the city and either re-educated or killed. And as country club members, the likelihood was they would be consigned to the killing fields. Now, why am I sharing this story? I believe if you look around at our culture today, and I hope you're aware of this, that there are some very scary things going on. Uh, we could be looking at the international stage where Russia has made a number of military moves that could easily place their military in conflict with ours they have been working on the development of hypersonic missiles that will allow them to penetrate our defense systems and deliver nuclear warheads anywhere they wanted to in the world. 
hack into our computer systems, some of them very sensitive computer systems, giving them the ability to not only discover what we are doing, but the possibility to crash our entire electrical grid. Oh yeah, and they're trying to disrupt our election system. And they're not the only ones. There's that little country called China. China has also been making military moves around the world that could put their armed forces in direct conflict with our armed forces and the militaries of countries who are our close allies. And, oh yes, they also have a program for hacking into our computer systems. And it's not just the big countries. The tiny country of North Korea is actively pursuing a nuclear missile program, and if they are successful at it, they will have the ability to reach the continental United States. And they don't need a lot of nuclear missiles, just a few well-placed nuclear explosions in the atmosphere would completely destroy our electrical grid. Oh, and then there's that other country, known as Iran, which has been seeking to develop a nuclear missile program also. Now, they've clearly identified their aims of that program. They want to destroy Israel, and they also want to destroy the great Satan, the United States. That should be enough to make you concerned about the future. But if you're not concerned about foreign threats, you only have to look inward at our culture today. Now, we may not have an armed Marxist army trying to take over our cities. Oh, wait, wait a minute. We do have some Marxists in our political system who are trying to take over and some communists who are trying to take over and some socialists who are on the road to becoming communists who are trying to take over. And their goal is to have a central government that will control what we think and say and do imposing their will on everyone else. That's a fun thought. We get a sense of that as we look at our culture. We see censorship and deplatforming and shaming and threats of violence and career crushing. And those are just a few of the possibilities for anyone who dares to cross the politically correct boundaries laid out by whoever it is in charge of setting politically correct boundaries. Now, look at the people we hold up in our culture as role models. The entertainers, the sports stars, the politicians. They spew obscenities, blasphemies, and hate. Look at the movies we produce for ourselves and our children. I'm not even going to describe them to you, but they're incredible. In fact, almost half of our children, okay, our children view porn. It's easily available on their phones, their tablets, their laptops. Some studies indicate that 20% of teens engage in sexting, not just watching porn, but sharing nude photos and videos of themselves. And we make a point of indoctrinating our children. We don't call them re-education camps here. We sometimes call them uh, schools. But we indoctrinate our children into believing some very strange and harmful beliefs and encourage them to engage in some very unhealthy and unhelpful behaviors. But at least they're politically correct beliefs and behaviors. But anyone who should dare to speak out against those practices is immediately attacked. 
And we're not even talking about some of the other things in our culture like abortion. If you say that it's wrong to, you know, crush the skulls of living babies in the womb or to burn those babies alive or to rip off their arms and legs, then you are a hater. You must be stopped. You must be deplatformed. You must be cut off from all communication with anyone. Which brings me back to the topic of this episode, tennis in Phnom Penh. As you look around and see our culture, which I believe is dropping into total moral collapse, what are you doing? Are you going to be a voice for peace, for understanding, for truth? Are you going to share with people that God loves them and can forgive and cleanse them? It will cost you if you try to do those things. Maybe it's just easier if you put on your cute little outfits and go out and play tennis while the world crumbles around you. Now before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. <laughs>